up, food history nerds? I'm Celine Roberts, and you're listening to 5 Minutes in Food History. Today, we return to Washington, PA, for our second episode in our Whiskey Rebellion series. Washington's army is now on the march toward the Mingo Creek settlement to claim their whiskey taxes, but the distillers weren't giving up so easily. Ellen Huff continues with the history of the rebellion. Now we're in the middle of distilling. They want to tax us. Eh, you know, who cares about the tax? We're not going to pay it. And the same thing was happening with all the settlers in all 13 colonies. Nobody paid the taxes. So it wasn't helping Alexander Hamilton when it came time to repay the French because there was no other way to get money. We had no federal government money established. Alexander Hamilton, I think he had dollar bills, but that no one was using them. They were still using shillings if they had them here. What ended up happening was there was a man here by the name of John Neville who had been a general in the Revolutionary War and he was friends with Alexander Hamilton. So he told Alex, as we call him here, that he would try to collect the taxes. It sort of seemed like the Mingo Creek Society, the Chartiers Settlement, they all said we're not paying the taxes and they stuck together. So no farmer would work for John Neville. Nobody would help him. So he would get a, a few men. The first one he got was a guy named Robert Jones who really didn't even have a farm and sent him out to collect the taxes, which meant go get a barrel of whiskey because they didn't have any money. So Robert Jones set out into the Mingo Creek settlement to start there. And as he approached some of the farmhouses and people began to realize what was happening, he was approached in the woods by a bunch of tall men dressed in women's clothing with their faces painted black so as to be disguised. And they stripped him of his clothes and poured hot tar on him, which would have burned 90% of his body and left him screaming and tied him to a tree and went away and said, you're not collecting the taxes. When he was able to break free and head back to John Neville, and that really started it because he was able to identify them. He said that they were the tall Scotchmen. He recognized their voices. Then there were a whole series of events that occurred here in this area because of the fact that David Bradford, whose house is just across the street, he was an attorney. And so he was able then to advise the men. Some people say he was fiery tempered. Some people say he was calm. But all of those things that happened, happened over a period of about three years. And then one year in in 1794, John Neville finally sent for and received help from a federal marshal who came here with writs of arrest. Tax collectors were able to make a list of the men they believed were the men that had been disguised and were tar and feathering tax collectors. They went to the Miller House, which is located in South Park. The man's name there was Oliver Miller, but he had 10 sons. Those sons all united in the field and met John Neville and the federal marshal and said, we're not going to pay the taxes. We're your neighbors. You know we can't afford it. We can't give you a barrel of whiskey and we have no money. And it was really done unfairly to begin with. If They passed their stills around and if you only had one barrel to use all year long for trade, you had to relinquish that barrel to them. It was really actually devastating. It would be like taking your entire paycheck for the year and just giving it to someone as taxes. 
They said, please understand, this is ridiculous. What are you doing? And plus it was in July, we're out in the fields, we're getting ready to do our harvest in August and September. And so we can't be united to fight you on this. We need to harvest our fields for our livelihood for the winter. The whole point of this is that in the end, what ended up having to happen through all the protests and everything that went on, the United States did several major things as a young country. They formed their first army and then brought it here for the first time ever. And George Washington rode as far as Bedford, led this brand new army, and then turned around and went back. And that was the only time a sitting president ever led an army. There was one gentleman named Albert Gallatin who was a Swiss banker who lived here in Western Pennsylvania. And they met at Monongahela, in Monongahela, at a tavern called Whiskey Point. And he said, there is an army that is coming and you guys either need to be prepared to fight them, but you don't have weaponry. You don't, ha you don't have enough men. So he said, I would advise you to be peaceful and to just walk away, just walk away. So the men who had the stills listened to him that night at Whiskey Point, and they left. David Bradford was in New Orleans at the time that the Whiskey Point meeting happened. So he actually came back on the Natchez Trail and was in his house when the army got to Bedford. But several people had begun erecting these liberty poles along the National Road as it came into Washington. And the liberty poles all said, liberty but no excise, excise, no excise. And so these poles were going up. Light Horse Harry Lee was the name of the general who led the army. And so as they're coming, they're trying to tear down the Liberty Poles. And David Bradford heard they were almost here. And the rumor in Washington goes that he jumped out of his second story window onto the back of his horse in the middle of the night, rode 13 miles to the Monongahela River, got in a canoe and went to the point where he got on a coal barge and hid. So that the next day, when they got here, they knocked on David Bradford's front door, and of course his wife said he's not here. For five more minutes in food history, visit www.pghcitypaper.com or subscribe to City Paper Podcasts in iTunes. Go to our archives to hear our series on absinthe or listen to episodes on topics like the history of bitters. We'll check up with you next week with the final episode, but until then, go make some history of your own.